Welcome to the Canadian Beef Cattle Podcast, presented by the Beef Cattle Research Council. The most popular content from beefresearch.ca, available on the go. This episode is titled, Science Confirms the Beef Industry's Environmental Benefits, first published December 11, 2023 at beefresearch.ca. Canadian beef producers continue to make significant progress in making their operations more environmentally sustainable thanks in part to research and extension efforts. This is a quote from Dr. Kim Ominsky, and she says, We've done a lot of work to quantify how beef producers are reducing their environmental footprint. She's citing results showing lower greenhouse gas emissions, water use, and ammonia emissions per kilogram of beef produced. Ominsky is a professor in the University of Manitoba's Animal Science Department and was this year's recipient of the Canadian Beef Industry Award for Outstanding Research and Innovation. She says improvements have occurred in animal productivity, such as reproductive efficiency, weaning weight, carcass weight, and crop yields, barley grain, barley silage, corn grain, and corn silage. Improving productivity allows more beef to be produced from fewer cattle, less feed, land, and water, and reduces emissions per kilogram of beef. Now, in a study that she and her colleagues published in 2015, they found that in 2011, Canadian beef production only needed 71% of the breeding herd and 76% of the land needed to produce the same amount of live weight for slaughter as in 1981. At the same time, for each kilogram of beef, Canadian cattle producers have 1. Reduced GHG emissions by 15%, 2. Lowered water use by 17%, and 3. Decreased ammonia emissions by 20%. Ominsky also says that the land producers need to raise their cattle is incredibly important in terms of carbon sequestration. Forages and grasslands used for grazing capture carbon dioxide from the atmosphere, carbon above the ground in plant growth, and carbon below the ground in roots. These landscapes play a critical role in maintaining carbon stocks and biodiversity. She goes on to say as well, These landscapes play a critical role in maintaining carbon stocks and biodiversity. Not only are they important for cattle, but they also provide habitat for many plant and animal species, including wildlife. And Ryan Beyerbach agrees. Ryan and his wife Tanya and his family run 750 cattle and own a ranch supply and tax store near Whitewood, Saskatchewan. Beyerbach is the current chair of the Canadian Roundtable for Sustainable Beef and past chair of the Beef Cattle Research Council. He says that you look at things like wildlife, producers are more willing to provide habitat now, even if it costs them a bit. Producer attitudes towards the environment are the biggest changes he has witnessed over the past quarter century in Canada's beef industry. Part of the reasoning is that producers are proud of the fact that they are the guardians of the environment. And another part is that governments have come on board with programs to help producers offset some of the financial costs. There's also the role of research and the fact that producers now have a better understanding of how grass grows and how to manage it. He goes on to say, We understand more about soil and microbes and how cattle interact with it, along with the land's ability to sequester carbon. Adding that this also improves production so ranchers can graze more cattle while managing to help the overall system become more resilient to drought. He says ranchers have always wanted to leave the land better for the next generation, but now they're just more aware of what's going on with the environment and how they can make it more resilient. He credits the Beef Cattle Research Council and particularly its more recent focus on extension, bringing practical research results and solid production advice to ranchers for the improvements. He says that 
Government largely got out of the extension business, and BCRC has had more money to spend in the last few years since the increase in the Canadian beef cattle checkoff. And with that, we can do research and provide the extension work. It's made a big difference in getting producers to understand more about rotational grazing and things like water quality. On his own ranch, he has been using rotational grazing for 15 years, moving the cattle every two to four days in the spring and every three to five or six days in the fall. He has also installed solar troughs and water pipelines. Being with BCRC convinced me that I had to spend some money to improve the water quality and I get a return on that, he says. Before he actually put his pipeline in, he says that cattle would have to walk a mile and a half for water through multiple fields, which meant they were grazing more than they should be and for longer periods than they should be. Using solar trough near the dugouts has meant the dugouts don't dry out as much as they used to. Three summers ago, we had a long period of drought and most other dugouts were dry and I barely got through the grazing season thanks to the solar water troughs, he says. 21 years ago, when Beyerback bought his ranch, it was a marginal farmland and he continuously grazed his cattle for the first five years. And as a result of the rotational grazing and other methods Beyerback has used since then, he has noticed that there's been more willow trees which provide good shelter for the cattle to get out of the wind and the habitat for birds and deer. Going back to Ominsky, she points out that many of the byproducts of the food processing sector, which might otherwise be sent to the landfill and create their own greenhouse gases, are used by livestock industry to create high quality protein. And the co-products that come out of it have a perfect place in the feed market for ruminants, which can take these highly fibrous products and convert them into milk and meat. Ominsky is a strong advocate for providing customers with solid information about the environmental impacts of the beef industry and producers. What's important is that the beef production requires fewer resources in terms of land and water, but it also means lower emissions per unit of meat produced, she says. Not only are sustainable metrics difficult to measure, but they're also equally difficult to communicate to the general public. She sees the scientist's role as generating science-based information and having conversations with consumers so they can make the food choices that are right for them. She goes on to say, this information is also important for producers. It empowers them to show the changes that they've made and how they're producing more food with fewer resources. Research is also really important to generate solid science to inform government programs and policy development, Ominsky likes to add. Because of the complexity of the beef production system, researchers must work with producers to develop effective, best management practices that are practical and cost-effective. The Canadian beef industry has set some ambitious environmental targets for 2030. A number of organizations, including the Canadian Roundtable for Sustainable Beef, the Canadian Cattle Association, and the BCRC, have developed a series of 10 industry-specific goals, including reducing greenhouse gas emissions intensity by 33% and increasing carbon sequestration by 3.4 million tonnes per year. They've also set goals of maintaining the 35 million acres of grassland currently used by beef producers and maintaining and enhancing 68% of wildlife habitat capacity. Getting there will require a collaborative effort, which Ominsky emphasizes often. There's no silver bullet. Improvements are coming from many different places, selecting and managing animals for improved production and reproduction, improving the quality of forages, and changes in land management practices to preserve perennial forage land, she says. She goes on to say, To achieve these goals, we have to work together at many different levels to develop best management practices, as well as a program and policies to ensure the environmental and economic sustainability of our food systems. 
Thank you for listening to this week's episode. You can find all relevant links and information at beefresearch.ca or in the show notes. The Beef Cattle Research Council is funded by the Canadian Beef Cattle Checkoff and strives for excellence in the production of Canadian beef, cattle, and forage through research, innovation, and extension. Tune in every Tuesday as the Canadian Beef Cattle Podcast delivers straightforward insights, expert information, and a wealth of practical knowledge for Canadian beef producers. Subscribe now.